Halo, what's up, man? How's everything going? Man, what's up? Man, everything is going good. Uh, can't complain right now. How's practice today, man? I watched that beat down. Y'all get them boys out now. That's what I like to see right man, there, man. Man, last night was crazy. We was, <laughs> was kind of clicking on all cylinders, uh, especially defensively. Uh, yeah. Coach kind of just we went all Memphis-style basketball yesterday uh, for 40 minutes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that jumper going last night. I like that. Man, I, after I made the first one, I just kept, I just kept my confidence up, man. And I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of. And, uh, I mean, it's just finally showing in front of everybody, you know. Yeah, I love that, man. Hey, so talk to me a little bit about, man. You know me, I'm, I'm one of your biggest fans, man. I, people, people, you know, they say what they want, but I'm a big defensive guy, as you know, man. And uh, I've been watching for a long time. So talk to me about, like, I know I play with, like, Clyde Wade and those guys grew up in the, in the ham. I, I, I'm going to call it the ham. I know a lot of people call it Big Hampton. But, yeah. um, you know, so what was it like growing up in the ham? knowing about Penny, playing for Penny in middle school and high school. What was you guys' relationship like outside of basketball? Because a lot of people just look at the basketball side of things. And mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, they, they don't get what it means to to have a relationship with someone like that. Man, the whole – everything's crazy. You know, I, I actually grew up, like, my first couple of years, you know, almost just a regular, regular, regular neighborhood kid. Uh, Going to school, with my friends from kindergarten all the way up to to twelfth grade, but I ain't meet Penny or kind of know about him until my sixth grade year. Who he was, and uh, he kind of explained us to him who we were. Uh, he was an NBA legend, and he gonna be here to help us out. So. Man, it was, it was from day one. He saw what's play. He saw what's who. Yeah. Uh, assist, assist the team and, and was seeing who was who and, you know, things like that. And um, I guess in all honesty, he kind of just fell in love with my game uh, and my personality as a kid when I was younger. And it kind of it kind of brought us uh, closer, uh, connected us, just me being myself every day and him just coming in, helping us out and just wanting to just, just help and give. So, like, with me kind of being kind of good at basketball and being very unselfish, uh, just being a good a people's person and a good kid who didn't have much, uh, he just wanted to just come and just do his best uh, to, to help me in the team situation, you know, around the time. And, like, he did a great job of uh, basketball. Like, he taught me a lot of things that uh, a lot of people wouldn't know, uh, especially defensively. I got a lot of defensive tips from him. Uh, you know, we can talk about that between us. We can't get the gifs out to the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but man, the relationship that we had off the court, uh, it was it was it's almost undescribable because he's some moments, you know, he's like a father figure to me. Uh he can discipline me as in like just let me know my rights and wrong. And then the next day, two days later, he can be like a big brother to me. He can talk to me about something that's going on in school or going on with women or, you know, he kinda just just kind of hit me out with life in general. Uh, it was it's more than basketball, and you know we kind of grew up in the same neighborhood. So growing up in the same neighborhood, we kind of know what the violence is like and like who the people are. You know, that's that's kind of doing the things that's, that's dangerous. And uh, he always just did a good job of staying balanced, of just helping me to know who to be around, uh, who not to be around, but while still maintaining a good relationship with that person. And uh, he just kind of just, man, did a whole lot of things that he didn't have to do. Just put me on game about life, put me yeah. on game about basketball. And uh, he just he just did a great job of just being a good 
good role model uh, in, in every aspect of life, man. Like I said, like one moment he can be like a father figure, the next moment he can be like a big brother. And then another moment he can be like coach. So it's just like all in one. Uh, it's just something you can't ask for, man. God just blessed me with that, with that situation. You know what's so crazy, man? Like even for myself, I played there a long time ago. And when I played there, I knew who Penny was. I'm from Boston, so I knew who Penny was. And I'm like, eh. So we get the in the summer league. I'm sorry, in the summer, you know, we're going to play pickup at like uh, Ridgeway High School and some place like that. And Penny would be there, and I was culture shock. I'm shocked. I'm like, oh shit, Penny Holloway. <laughs> and the first time he talked to me, it was like what you were saying. He just pulled me to the side, put his arm around me, like, look, man, like, gave me so many pointers on like how to be a better player. He just talks to you as a as a hooper and like you know he he can lead you in so many ways mentally man it's crazy so when you saying that to me i kind of gave me a little flashbacks of like when i we we're in the fence and like penny was just pulling me aside and talking like you should have saw he was wide open don't don't throw it over the top bounce past that like and you know just little things so i do get what you're saying on that man so i i, I was a big fan of yours i you know i lived in memphis um after i stopped playing professionally and I watched you as a young kid. Obviously, you wouldn't know, but I watched you as a young kid. And then when when you chose Wichita State, I was livid. Because I'm like, oh, my God, going to Wichita State, that's my – and then when Penny got the members, I said, I hope Alex turning around, man. He got to come home. <laughs> so what was that like for you when you knew your, your, your role model, your idol, one of your idols, you know, now is coaching the school that you probably wanted to play for the whole time? gets that job, what was it like, how hard was it for you to call Wichita State and to let them know, like, man, look, just understand what I'm, what I'm about to tell y'all, but I got to go with Memphis, man. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it, uh, before Penny got the job, uh, Wichita was kind of, you know, trying to keep reassurance with me, like, just let me know, like, man, I know you're not going to leave us, you know, kind of kind of asking questions like that. And, uh I mean, I never, I never knew coach was gonna get the job. So like, if I would have knew that in high school, I would have never committed or would have never signed to Wichita State. And uh, that's just being honest. But at the time, uh, Wichita was kind of the best, the best option for me uh, with Coach Greg Marshall uh, and the and the whole staff. Just, just for that moment of being, you know, going coming in as a freshman, uh, I feel like those would kind of be the best situation for me, just basketball wise. But once Coach Penny got the job, man, everything changed just because of who he is, uh, the rela the relationship we had. And uh, I just felt like everything was going to go, like, best for me because I know he know the game. And uh, he always just wants the best for his players no matter what. And, uh, you know, he, he know he know how basketball works. Uh, he know that everything don't not going to always go right. Uh, he also know that, man, just stay strong, just fight through whatever. And uh, everything going to be good at the end. That's all that matters. Just keep working through everything. Uh, just kind of stay strong. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, man, you're gonna be, you're gonna be what you want. You're gonna be where you want to be. So that's kind of what I, what I kind of try to do and try to go by. So what, what was that like for you, man? Like high school, you're playing for Penny, one of the top high school teams in the country, if not number one in the country. AU, you guys were one of the top teams on EYBL. Then you're you to Tennessee Player of the Year two years in a row, and come here come James Wiseman from Nashville to East. What was it like as a point guard, as a, one of the leaders on the team? What was it like for you having to now, you know what? I won two player years and I won two state titles already. Like, how do you embrace someone like that? How do you bring him in? How you feel? How you welcome him to East? How do you bring him into you guys' culture outside of AU? Because high school AU is different. 
How do you bring them into that Memphis culture? Memphis is not a tough, it's not an easy city to be in. I've been, I've been to the game and they're yelling, ooh, like kids shoot threes. What was it like for you guys to get him adjusted as a leader? What did Penny kind of talk to you about how to get him acclimated to East High School basketball? Man, um, that, that whole entire, like, high school run, middle school run, like all that, it was like a, it was like a movie. It was, it was just like everything's just going right at the right time, all the time, every time. Uh, man, I just, just thank God for, the, for those situations and uh, for the opportunities that I had because what, we, what I did and what me and Coach Penny did, it wasn't easy at all. It took a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication. And uh, we stayed, we stayed on it, man. Every every day, every position, every everything. Like it was eat, sleep, basketball, and that was kind of kind of the mindset that he installed in me. And uh, with with James, like it was kind of it was kind of weird because I went from being the neighborhood kid that just just wanted to beat the best team in the city, to beat the best team in the district, and every year it goes from beating the best team in the district to beating the best team in the state to being the best team in the region. And now we're playing one of the best teams in the country. So I had to learn how to put myself in situations to where I was being being the dog and, and, and attacking guys and we wanted to wanted to win to later on being the guy that everybody wanna attack and kind of turn turn it against, turn it around. But one thing about Penny, he never let he never we always stayed people that wanted to attack, whether we was number one in the country or not ranked at all. He, he did a great job of keeping the entire team with their mindset. So when James came around, we just let him be himself. Uh, what we did was mainly just let him know, like, we're tough. At the end of the day, uh, you, you can have all the skill, but we're just going to be tough. Uh, James, you be yourself. Uh, man, we're going we're gonna to be physical with you. Uh, we want you to be just as physical with us back. And that's all. So when we go, go out there, we're going to go to war together. And uh, – that's kind of that's kind of what it was with James. We, we we let him be himself, but we just want to you know kind of make him you know more physical and like let him know like we're a family. Uh, we got a lot of memories with James in high school, man. We just had a lot of fun with each other. How, how was that for y'all, man? That gotta be tough because like you said, man. Like I said, you led your high school team to multiple state championship. You get the Memphis man, and one of your high school teammates come to Memphis. They, you know, they, they pulled the BS that they pulled and they didn't let them play. I was mad just like everybody else. Like, I was on a team. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it like for you seeing someone that, like a little brother to you being so disappointed? And, you know, Penny kept all you guys upbeat. That had to be a tough situation. Just not as a team, but just for you you personally, you know, Malcolm personally, Penny, because you guys all had just such a tight bond. Like, you know, like I talked to Penny about it earlier when I had him on the pile, and he just said, like, it sucked because the kid did nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and they, 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 they made a decision. And, you know, I think, you know, as a team, it hurt the program because you guys did very well anyways, but it would he would obviously help tremendously. tremendously. Um, so, and you, you guys alone, you and him alone had that connection. And you've seen it in games when he played that you guys just had a connection that you couldn't teach. So what was it like for you missing that, even though Precious was a huge piece and the other guys stepped up, but missing one of your main guys, like what was that like? And it was it was it was a season changer. Uh just because James just just made a lot of things a hundred times easier, especially for a point guard 
and especially for a guy like him, his caliber, his athleticism, uh, his hunger, his determination, and he always want he always going to finish strong every time. So me as a point guard, I'm always going to see him when he outworks another big down low, and it's just an easy assist. Just just throw the ball up and just let him do the work. It's it's really nothing that I'm doing. I'm just kind of just being a point guard and just kind of you know trying to throw a misdirection to everybody else. But the whole time, I'm just waiting on James to outwork his man and just and get positioned for that ball. And me and him kind of just had a great connection with it. Uh, he always kept eye contact with me. So that's kind of another thing. Uh, and that's really mainly from the relationship we had off the court. Uh, you know, me and James, I used to always go to his house, you know, play the game. Uh, me, his mom, and sister, you know, they cook. And we, we used to eat rotel and just have, have a good time. And that was kind of, you know, the lifestyle. You know, me and James, yeah. you know, play 2K. So the relationship off the court kind of, you know, it make, I feel like that, that's a big thing because it, it does make the connection better on the court also. So, so how is that for you now, man? Like you're a leader on that team. I tell you all the time, you know, you can watch. And if you don't start, you're, you're the main guy standing up cheering for everybody. If you start you're positive, you get in the game, you're getting your teammates together. What's that like for you, man? What's it like been for you this year, gathering everybody? You know, uh, the expectations were high. You know, I think like, you can say, you know, you know yourself, but things happen, man. You know, Rocky, we had a little Rocky. I say we because I feel like I'm on the team. Yep. We had a Rocky start, but we're getting it together. You know, and I think like we're playing better defensively, offensively. Now everyone's starting to score. I think guys are starting to understand roles and things of that nature. You stay consistent, like which your, obviously effort has always been there. Defense always been there. But as a former captain and a leader, you, your leadership shows. You're gathering guys on free throws. You're gathering guys on the bench. You're standing up when you you come out the game. You're the first guy standing up, cheering your guys on, helping guys, coaching guys. And I'm like, man, that's Penny. That's like that's little Penny. It's like you know what I mean. Like he's coaching. He's a he's a coach as well. What's that been like for you? You know, you know, you've been through the ups and downs in your years at Memphis. What's it like for you keeping the younger guys and keeping guys who haven't been through those as we know is tough in college. So like. What's it like for you, man, like trying to keep guys at, at ease and on how things are how going this season? Man, one thing I can say, uh, Coach Penn kind of just got me mentally ready for this uh, with just over the years. Uh, like I said, he did a great job with teaching me just about the situation in life. So I kind of apply life, basketball, and like just everything into it. So one way to keep me level-headed and keep me encouraged and keep me to go hard and grind it's just, it's just knowing that I'm in a blessed situation. First of all, you know, I'm, a, I'm in the most, I'm in a fortunate situation. Uh, I really don't supposed to be here to the percentages, you know, so I kind of just look at everything at that aspect. So we're going into things and going into situations and with, uh, when seeing players get frustrated because they, they might not be playing bad or they might be playing bad and they might be doing well. I kind of just go back to my freshman year when I got a lot of backlash and, you know, a lot of things like that. And I'm like, Man, it, it don't worry about that, you know. So I I, I, I kind of learned through experience. So it's easier when you've been through every almost everything, uh, mentally, basketball wise, that you can just stay level headed. You know, I look at basketball. You know, it's a the season is a roller coaster. Uh, you're gonna have a lot of ups. You're gonna have a lot of downs. Uh, but you can, you can't never put your head too high, even even on your ups, and you can't never put your head too low on your downs. And that's just something that I personally learn, and just stay even keeled the whole time. Even if you're on a high, just stay even killed. Don't don't start to think you're think you're better than the next person. Don't start to think you can stop working because everything's going good. But even when everything's going bad, that don't mean, you know, you, you gotta give up. 
or stop playing. It just means you got to work hard, you know. And uh, I feel like on the roller coaster, on the ride, when you're on your down parts, I feel like that's not a bad thing at all. Uh, it, it shows who you are. And uh, I've been in that situation more than once. And, uh, you know, being in that situation kind of just – it gives you time to just re reevaluate everything, uh, take a step back, just calm down, take a deep breath. Yeah. It's like I can't get no lower than this. So the only way I can go right now is up, you know. I, I think for me too, man, my, like my senior year at Memphis, we started off one and five or one and four, something like that. Like we didn't – you know, we started off rock. We lost Jay Rose. We lost – you know, we had Tyreek Evans. You know, we had players. But we just didn't get it. And I think that's what I try to tell fans and I try to tell people when I talk about members basketball. It's not about we don't have the talent. It's not about the coaching because the coach, you can tell Penny's coaching is sometimes as a unit, you just don't get it right away. You got new players and new pieces. That shit is hard. It's not easy to just say, okay, yeah. It's not you know, easy. It's tough now with COVID. So I can only imagine trying to insert guys into your system and you can't play pickup like you were used to in the summers. It's so difficult, and I'm like, they're going to get it. At some point, they get it. And I tell people, and I love everybody on the team, but you and DJ are my favorite. And it's crazy because I, I watched you as a youngin, and Chris Dow, the barber, he was the first person to tell me about you years ago. That's my guy. And DJ, I met DJ when he was young. <laughs> I met DJ when he was younger, man, so I, I always paid attention. And Chris Dow, he's always like, man, we got to kick. I remember, he played defense like you, played D like you. And I'm like, so when I watch you, I just love what you bring. Every night, you're going to know Alex is going to give it his own. He, whoever he's covering, we're defenders. Some people are going to score, they're going to make tough shots, but it's going to be the toughest shot they ever made. I feel like if somebody's scoring me, like, I don't get mad. It's like, it's a tough shot. Like, I, you made a <laughs> tough shot. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen again, but, you know, this is a tough shot. And, you know, you're going to have to make your best move or something looking going to have to happen every time because I'm giving it my all. And it's just this is how I go. Like this is how Penny and Coach Diz. This is what they put in me, because it's a different type of it's a different type of atmosphere. Like when you on when you on defense, like you yeah. should want the man in front of you, like to even get past <laughs> you. But like a person dribbling in your face too long, like you should feel disrespected, because like he he's comfortable, you know. Like just kind of just the mindset that I got, and this the mindset that I want everybody on the team to have, and I'm trying to install that in them. And uh, it, it just it's, it just makes everything better. Just always having the good instincts and just knowing angles and just things like that. Uh, it's kind of fun out there. Like you wanna wanna play defense because you know you can affect the game. So what is that like though, man? Honestly, like let's let's not put your relationship with Penny into it. Playing for someone who wore the same jersey you wore, being you're from Memphis, he's from Memphis. What is Penny's approach to? Because when I spoke to him, he's like, man, look, I'm from the M. Like, I I tell these dudes, like, what it's like to wear the jersey, how hard you got to play, what it means, like, what for the kids that aren't from Memphis. I was, wasn't from Memphis, but, I, you know, I played with Jeremy Hunt and guys like that from Memphis. And they're like, man, we from the M. We don't, we don't play soft. We don't – that's the – you know, like you said earlier, y'all tough. That's, Memphis is a tough city. So what is it like embracing kids that aren't from Memphis into you guys' culture? Because Memphis is a basketball city. And if you're not from something like that, you guys experience that at a young age, middle school, high school, your games are packed. And a lot of people don't experience those things until they get there. So what is it like for you talking to teammates not from Memphis? Um, like, you know, in the newspaper, people may say some bad things about them. Things, they're not used to it. So how do you kind of help 
lead some of those dudes who don't know how to penny. How do you and Penny lead some of these guys who are used to that that backlash they get when members people don't see that toughness that they expect? Okay, uh, man, the, the craziest thing uh, with the type of guys that we got, you know, we got we kind of got a lot of out of town guys, but man, they they tough. They they tough as nails. They 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 they're tough as nails. Um, they don't they don't simp. You know what I mean? Like they don't worry about things like that. Uh, if anything, they ready to you know, be, be match the same energy, uh, you know, because uh, they, they feel like where they come from, they're just as tough. They had to get it out the mud. Like, those are the type of guys that we got. Um, you know, they, they don't understand the Memphis culture and the Memphis way uh, just off the history of everything that happened. So, you know, I personally kind of, like, try to show it by example more than tell them, you know, and uh, put myself in a lot of situations to show and, and to test or if they're going to be battle tested when the time comes, you know, as in like just being being extra physical in one position, or just being just 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 showing a lot of aggression, you know. Sometimes just to let them know, like man, we we do that around here sometimes. Sometimes we just got to go a whole position where we just trying to show y'all that we here. Uh, it's not about basketball right now. It's about kind of stamping your manhood and you know stamping that that you're gonna be the aggressor and you know it's, we're not getting attacked. We're gonna be the ones attacking. So. You know, they kind of got their mindset already, but, like, once a guy like me or a guy just come out and show it, it that's what I love about this team, that everybody can get with the same aggressive nature. And uh, it, it's easier. It's, and uh, guys catch on faster, and uh, they be ready to go, man. That's one thing I can say about these guys, man. They kind of – they some pit bulls. They ready to go. What's up, man? How, how's, how's my guy Penny's demeanor? He doesn't yell on in games. You know, he you know he's very calm. He, he allows you guys to play the mistakes and – that's probably one of the best things as a player. You don't got to look over your shoulder. Every time you make a mistake, you're gonna come out the game. He lets you guys play. And as the Florida game, you know he, you know he's he's allowing guys to be themselves. What's it like in practice? What's it like in games? What's it like playing for someone who is the caliber of Penny Hardaway? You know what I mean? Like like what's it like? Because as a fan, I'm a fan. I'm a former player, but I know Penny personally. But at the same time, I never played for him. And I know how you can tell he knows the game better than a lot of people, but and he allows players to play. So what's it like in practice with Penny? Because I know he gets on guys. So what's that like for you? When do you know Penny's serious? How about that? Like, when do you know, like, oh, I got to turn up Coach P ain't playing no more? Yeah, uh, man, the thing with Coach Penny, uh, he's, he's, he's a player's coach. You know, he always – the one thing I love about him, he always put himself in a situation as in – what if I would have made that play in this situation? What I want to, what I want to come out the game? How would I feel? You know, like he he kind of he does a great job of balancing that, knowing when to think like that and when not to. And um, that's one thing that I love about Coach Hardaway. Uh, you know, we we know for a hundred percent fact that he knows the game. He knows exactly what he's talking about because because basketball is the only thing that he know. Um, he he want to he just want to be great. Uh, he always thinking two three steps ahead at all times. And uh, man. With the leash, he, he kind of like he want guys to be themselves inside the offense. Uh, he gives everybody a lot of freedom. He never says he never says anything about the type of shots you take. Uh, he just always wants us to be strong. As long as you're making a strong move, man, you're good to go. And if you feel like you're gonna make a strong move every time, then you're good to go. You know, just kind of got to be unselfish, uh, normal with. And you know, sometimes guys gotta know when to accept their roles and everything like that. But, man, Coach Penny does a great job of balancing all of that and. Uh, he, he just does a great – he's just a great player coach, man. He's just, he's just the best thing that you can do. So, if you can give me one – give me one story 
whether it's middle school, high school, AU, college, when Penny just licked your ass up. When he just yelled at you like no other, what would it be? <laughs> so many. I gotta think. I gotta think of which one I want to talk about. Um, we can we can go uh, to the one one story when I want to say we was in Studio Palms High School, like my tenth grade year or eleventh grade year. Um, we were in the huddle. Uh, you know, we were just bringing in after a practice. You know, we were kind of playing around. Me personally, I was the one doing the plan. I was joking around, and I kind of got <laughs> caught. So, man, Coach Penny, he he kind of, you know, the team huddled up. Everybody uh, went over there. We're changing clothes. We're putting our clothes back on. We think we good. <laughs> he called my name like, hey, Lo, come here, like in front of everybody. So I'm like, what up? I'm thinking everything over. He kind of remembered. Like, he ain't let it go. And, uh. Man, the whole way of me just walking towards him, man, he was just roasting me, man, uh, getting on me in front of everybody, man. Like, was just telling me that I wasn't locked in. I got to I gotta come on. I'm the leader. I got to do this and that. And, like, like moments like that kind of just it made me better, you know? Like, when yeah. I kind of snapped out of it and, and wanted to, like, linger off, he didn't let me. You know, he did a great job of just, of just staying on me, man. Even if he had to embarrass me in front of the whole team, like, <laughs> how he did it. It's just what he had to do at the time, and, you know, to stay away from those situations, man. I just stay locked in. So it didn't happen often. It kind of happened once a year, maybe twice a year. You know, I'm a kid. I mean, I'm not perfect or anything. So, like, those type of moments, man, like, they just priceless. Because cause that'll happen, and three or four minutes later, we might crack a joke and we laughing again because we like, <laughs> okay, I'm locked in. So now, it's, it, now we can just go back to being, you know, like big brother or big brother mode or anything. Like, we just we, – he does a great job of just balancing that. Not just with me either. Like he does it with a, with a lot of players. Are just trying to balance the coaching and balance the you know friendship and the relationship with the player. And uh, I think that's another thing that goes unnoticed because he dedicated a lot of his time to us, man. And like that's just a blessing because he got he can do a lot of things, man. And he he dedicated all of that to us. So we can't overlook that at all. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Like I said, that's that's crazy because you know, like I told you earlier, man. When I played, you know, Penny would always text me so much advice, man. Like just always give me. Just gym after gym after gym after gym on just, you know, how to be a better player, like things I should have seen on the floor. And I'm like, man, like, you know, I think Penny, Penny embraces hard work. He embraces toughness. He like dogs. You know what I mean? He used to play pickup with us. And if he lost the game, oh and it was, he was going crazy. And so, you know, you embrace, he, you embrace his, like the way he is. So, you know what I mean? Hey, little man, look, I appreciate it. I know you had a long day of practice, man. I appreciate you jumping on with me. Uh, I'm going to get in contact with you, man. I, I need you and DJ to send me a jersey. I need to sign by both of y'all. I need a zero and a two jersey. I need one of your jerseys. I'm trying to hang up I'm trying to hang up one of your jerseys. I want your autograph, too. I, I got you. I, you know, we exchange one, man. You know what? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try to come down when y'all play Houston at home okay. um, and check y'all out. I, I'll bring one down for you. You and DJ, man. So I tell DJ when you see him today, I'm trying to get him on next. That's that's my other guy. All right, for sure. Um, I got I, you, DJ. Yeah, I got you, man. But again, appreciate it. Tomorrow, do your thing. Beat this shit out of them boys again, man. I'm going to be watching. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to you. Well, appreciate you, man. Thank you.